0: You're listening to the Hardcore Takeover with DJ Double Drop, the only place to hear the latest hard dance music.
1: Yo, what is happening? You are listening to episode 13 of the Hardcore Takeover live on Shmoo FM. Coming up on tonight's show, I have an exclusive guest mix and interview from none other than Mike Riveri. Also on the show tonight, I have all the latest and greatest hardcore tracks from the past month. And kicking off, we're slowing things down a little bit, but this is the latest one from DJ Dougal. This is his remix of Outcries. Tell me why. Dougal there with his Breaks Remix of Outcry Tell Me Why. The original track is an absolute slammer and I didn't think it could get better until I heard this. But you cannot have a bit of DJ Dougal without a bit of Gamer. This is the latest one from Gamer featuring the Picking the speed up a little bit, this is their hard style track, and this is I'm with you.
0: We keep our head above the water only to survive. Can we make it through the shore and get back out? We've been running from the fire, watch it all crash down down. But if there's nobody left, then there's a way back around
1: Yes, you are in tune to the Hardcore Takeover on Shmoo FM. This track in the background is To the Beat and it is by Mike Stevens. This track is also now available on Keeping the Rave Alive, so if you like what you hear, feel free to jump over there and get your copy. there with To The Beat now available on Keeping The Rave Alive. Coming in now though, this is the brainchild of Tyler and Ben Defect. Tyler also known as Kism from his future world releases. This is their first release under the Two Minds project and this is now available on 170. This is Two Minds with Opus Dreams. project there with their latest release on 178 and that is Opus Dreams. This next track coming in is a track that actually my daughter introduced me to. It's quite a big track on TikTok. This is Moving and Sunrise.
0: too quickly the day is gone my search never-ending love I can't believe when you touch me I can hardly breathe this sensation
2: I can finally see
1: So that was moving there with Sunrise. As I said earlier, my nine-year-old daughter introduced me to that track and I was like, wow. I don't know what the world's coming to when it's my nine-year-old daughter that's introducing me into hardcore tracks. But from one track that that is inspired from TikTok to another track called TikTok. This one here is the ra- latest release from Technicore. It actually reached number one on the Beatport Top 100 for hard dance tracks. This is Technicore in TikTok. We never intended to ever forget. We never
0: expected. <laughs> For rather pretending than losing my head
1: There with TikTok, and as I said, that track actually reached number one on the Hard Dance Top 100 on Beatport. Coming in next, though, this is a track from Jack in the Box and Fracas, taken from the Roots EP, now available on Hardcore Underground. This is 94. Jack in the Box versus Fracas with 94 there. Absolute tune, love the old school vibes. But switching it straight up, we're going into the last month's guest in this is track he sent me, taken from Rave Kick 4. This is Daniel Seven with Sun on the Moon. I completely messed up the name of that track there. This is Daniel Seven with Sun on the Ocean, not Sun on the Moon.
2: I can't help but live in the moment, eyes like when you talk, it's slow motion, I can't help but live in the moment, eyes lock when you talk, it's slow motion, well you
1: Daniel 7 there with Sun on the Ocean, got the name right that time, that's the main thing. Coming in now though, this is a track from Relect and 4 Star, now available on Justice Hardcore, so be sure to go check it out. This is Find You. I wanna
2: find you.
1: star there with find you and what an absolute tune that is so much energy in that. love the vocal and i love the lead in it coming in now though this is a track from timmy trumpet who's a big edm producer and it's so good to see guys like this making hard dance music this is timmy trumpet with mars Apologies there for some of that swearing got through. I completely forgot it was in this track and forgot to edit it out But nonetheless, how good is it that, that guys like Timmy Trumpet who are massive EDM, electro, whatever you want a class as, but massive dance producers are supporting, well not only supporting, but making hardcore music and playing out and it just shows that this is not just limited to us this goes out to much much bigger events than what we are playing at guys like ben Nikki, and more playing all out at big events like edc i can't even think but they're playing out at such big events the only reason i'm chatting through this is because i can't remember where the swearing comes in but this is timmy trumpet in mars Yeah, so I totally thought I chatted through all that swearing, clearly not. I apologise, we're on FM radio and that was a mistake on my part. Anyway, coming up now, I'm away to go into my 10-minute tear-out. If you do not know what my 10-minute tear-out is, it is just a 10-minute DJ set for myself. It's got to be quick, fun, energetic, and let's get into it. First, we start with the intro. The
0: driving rhythm tears through the place repetition of sequential noises. Your heart no longer sets the pace. As you feel the energy build back up, complex sounds and tension starts to grow. This is Audio Freak.
2: this fat bass that will send the blood coursing through your veins.
1: Usually it's less talking through these 10 minute tear outs but this track in the background just now is Jacoby with his remix of Warp Brothers Fat Bass. That
2: taste.
0: go like
1: So that was this month's 10 minute tear out. If there was any tracks that you liked in there that you do not know the ma- name of, be sure to check the comments in whatever post you have seen this advertised on because the track selection will be written in there. This track in the background just now though is technical and it is magic. So, moving on with the show now, we are away to jump into the interview with Mike Riveri. So, for this part of the show, I am joined by Mike Riveri. How's it going, Mike? Yeah, I've been do. a huge fan of your work for some time now, and especially your recent production have grown from strength to strength. Oh, thank you very much, man. Thank you. Great to be a part of the show. So, so far, so good with this short notice that we've got to do this interview. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's been a bit of a struggle to fit it in, is it? Considering that everything locked down I seem to be just as busy all the time. with constantly producing and now the gyms are back open and singers coming in. And yeah, it's just the, the creativity is flowing more than ever tonight. So I'm just, it's just hard to uh, create some time at short notice.
1: Well that's one question I like to ask a lot of guests with lockdown is how has your creativity been throughout this because I know a lot of people have kind of been stuck in a bit of a rut for yeah creativity and finding time to Well, just motivation more than anything for me especially yeah for sure it's this um it's been a, it's
3: been a crazy time but um i guess I, I, I've had friends that overthink the, the COVID situation and, and what, everything that's going on, and to be honest, my brain would like to yeah, like dive deep into that. I find that I would be going down a rabbit hole that I don't want to. And for me to avoid that was to, to just make music. And when I'm in there making music and, and creating new sounds and trying new things, etc., then my, my mind's occupied with something else. So I really, I, I was lucky enough to turn the quarantine into just constant producing, to be honest. But I, I think I think it helped where I had my year away in Australia. Um, I didn't really have a proper studio set up. I was jumping between different places. I was traveling a lot, I had my laptop. I was really inspired. I had no real solid studio space. So I, when I came back, which was just uh, just before Christmas, and kind of like slowly set up my space back at home, and so it's been nice to be sat in a room. So I think that helps as well. Where I had my year away, now the government kind of tell me to just spend all of my time indoors. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that sounds easy. That sounds perfect for me. But like, I am lucky with the, with the creative thing. I understand some people didn't find the spark, but you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm blessed that I did.
1: That's the thing, though. You, just, you make the best out of a bad situation. You turn it to work in your favour, which a lot mm. of people are struggling to do, but it's very good to see that you are able to do that. You touched on about being on in Australia earlier on this year. For those that don't know, what were you up to over there? And my main question is, how did you find the crowds over there compared to the UK fans? Yeah, I mean, Sydney especially... But Australia is such a huge
3: vast place and I only I only went to you know to 5% of Australia it was more over the um, east coast but the yeah the, the raves in Sydney especially were were really good uh, such an awesome nightlife out there especially for hard dogs. a lot of it, the rest of Australia not so much it was uh, you know a lot of it was based in Sydney uh, there was there was some uh, cool events actually up in brisbane that i went to which were really good but um yeah i, I basically went out there i had a gig out there three four years ago and i fell in love with the place and i went back and did another few gigs and then i was like life's you know <clears throat> i'm not getting any i'm not getting any younger so i decided to pack up shop and go out there for a year so i did a year just uh staying with some friends and traveling and some work out there but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely uh, what my head needed, you know, away a year away from the, the
1: UK, <laughs> especially. You made it back just in time for COVID. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know, I know. And I am kind of glad, oh, I mean, I left just as the the big bushfires were starting, which was really such a shame to see a beautiful country covered in smoke and cloud. And It wasn't until I got back a few weeks later when it was really bad, so I kind of like, um, was lucky in a sense, I suppose, that I got, you know, was home before all of that kicked off, and then obviously COVID. You know, I picked up and guess to pick the right year to go, the year before.
1: Yeah, definitely. You pretty much just dodged one disaster and came home to another disaster.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But while you were over there, you had the chance to work with artists such as or Firelight, JPS. Seeing you did a video with EJ Cox.
3: But mm-hmm. Was
1: there any artists over there that you maybe wanted to work with but didn't have the chance to? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, all, all those artists are great to work with. I love working with Ben Farley. He's he's amazing talent and he's really really good. Um, Alf, yeah, I've worked on and off with Technical for, for years. I mean, he used to live not too far from me um, like when we were first growing up. I won't say growing up, but first coming into hardcore like the over like. Nine, ten years ago now. Um, so the, chemi- the chemistry has always been there with me and him being mates. So, yeah, that was great. Um, I did want to work with uh, Dematic. Uh, I met him out there. We were throwing ideas together and I was going to come to Adelaide where he lived. But it just never manifested. Because uh, he was constantly busy with gigs. But, yeah, I would have liked to do something with him. But, I mean, there's always the chance to do, to do things. just send ideas. But... Sometimes these online collabs never work as well as, as sitting in the same room as each other and starting something, you know? But I always find that the vibe is a lot nicer when you're present with someone in the studio. So, yeah,
1: yeah there's so always the, the vibe of bouncing ideas back and forth, especially when it's somewhere like Australia and you have to wait for the time distance to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait she's 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 right. she's good, she's good.
3: But everyone's, you know, everyone's busy. so But I'm sure that'll be on the cards later, later down the line.
1: Wicked. So that's something to look forward to. So we spoke about lockdown and I noticed at the start of lockdown, you started running your own teaching courses online with teaching new producers skills in making hard dance and hardcore. did. For, how did the idea for this session's come about and can we expect to see more of this in the
3: future yeah no it's not um it was yeah i, I guess I'd, I'd see some other people doing it uh, I, I saw you know what i some you know often watched tutorials myself and just thought you know some i guess some people weren't saying everything but i i used to teach um you know instruments to kids years ago I used to be i used to be a teacher at a and, um, Music Rock School. Well, I taught kids in groups of guitar, drums, bass, piano. So like teaching, for me, has always been good. And I, I kind of missed it for a bit. But um, this session was more aimed at like, okay, let's get everyone that's in quarantine in, in a group session. And it worked out really well, to be fair. The first, first couple of times, I think, it, I had uh, two sets of like six people. So there were people from uh, I had like two in America, uh, one Scottish one actually, um, and then the rest, the rest were in the UK. But I just did like the live thing and just just gave everything, any tip, and it was it was nice to be able to just say, look, just just do, you know, here's here's everything I do. This is how I make music, you know, and ask me anything whilst I'm doing it. You know, there's no holds, nothing, nothing's being held back. There's no secrets. There's no. There's no like, oh, you know, invest more time to find out what what I'm doing. I kind of lay everything on the table. So as far as that goes, I mean, those videos are still available. So if, if people are interested, then, you know, i, I continue to, to sell those videos and offer a one-to-one lesson afterwards as well. So they, they are still in progress. But as, as far as it goes, I wouldn't like to say that I would go back into teaching full time. I, I do prefer just. Being creative in my own environment, but I really enjoyed doing that, and I'm sure that I will do another. Um, I do, do another set of lessons down the line. There's nothing in plan to straight away right now. But like I said, these videos are still available, so you can contact me on any of my uh, socials, and yeah, if, if anyone's interested in seeing exactly how I make
1: my tunes, then jump on board. I feel like something like that is really good for new producers. I mean, I've recently just started to dive into producing and as you know probably from where you started, there's so much information to take in that sometimes it can just be a tad overwhelming. Mm. Especially watching YouTube videos and stuff like that. Sometimes the videos don't apply directly to what you're needing. So I think the service that you're offering is perfect for people that are, Either looking to refine yeah. their skills or just looking to start something new.
3: Yeah, for sure. And you know, like I, like I said before, it's it's so personal based. So I wouldn't do more than a group of six, just in case uh, too many people have got different you know opinions or of where they want to go, or you know the the, um, the level of production with those clients could could vary too much. So some people might be super basic. So I, I think if I did it again, I would offer a couple of packages. One that's like really, really like beginner from from literally opening Ableton and, and placing a sample in, you know, because sometimes people don't have that clue. And it is daunting when you first get a project, or when you first get your Ableton open and you're just like, right, how do I make music? And like you say, you go on YouTube, nothing's personal. It, it's just kind of, this is how you do it. And then it doesn't really tell you, explain why you do it or, what's the benefits of doing it, or you know, even if how to get that plug in if you haven't got it. You know, Sometimes I feel like it's just not personalized enough to, to really benefit. So yeah, that was the idea behind this, the small groups and being more personal.
1: Definitely, and that's the thing. Everyone processes information differently. So like you say, the one-to-one does make a difference. Yeah, for but- sure. Over the years, you've had successful releases on many labels, including Lethal TV, Electric Box, One Seven Eight, and a whole lot more. Just a 2 part question, starting with, when you first got into hardcore, what was the dream platforms for you to get your music released on?
3: I was producing all different kinds of music. And my friend took me to a, a hardcore rave, and it was Darren Styles, and I just really enjoyed it, and I really got buzzed for making hardcore music but i didn't really understand you know its roots or i hadn't been raving before before that um, and then just threw some tunes together and and uh showed them to dj supreme outside one of these clubs and he instantly just took me on board and signed me to tfc and and threw me in there and then i was like listening, listening to more different stuff and i was like oh you know i, I want to work with these guys i want to work with you know, Hixie, I want to work with Dougal and Gamma. I want to work with you know all these people and release on their labels. I never did get a release on Raven maybe. but uh, me and Hixie did a, a couple of tracks for the Clubland Extreme, which was really good. Uh, yeah, I got released on Future World. I did a track with Breeze. Um, yeah, I got I got released on Essential Platinum. So yeah, I managed to to get on most of the labels that I wanted to. But yeah, like I said, I guess when I first started, there was no there was no real aim for me to to achieve that. It was more just just make music, and that's what I've been finding is is back now. You know, for for after ten years of doing it, again my year in Australia. Now I've come back off, and like quarantines happen and stuff like that. It's, it just makes even more sense to just you know just. Lock yourself in and just make music that you enjoy, and then it will find its its right path. Rather than rather than trying to make something for a label, you know.
1: I think that's a really good way to look at it, and it just made me realise how rubbish that question was that I just asked. But <laughs> no, that's not, no that's what it not. is. It's, it's you, you should you shouldn't do things to get places. You should do things because no. no. what you want but to it, do. If, yeah, that's that's a hundred percent but it is yeah. very, it's
3: very easy to fall into that trap, though, you know. I'd, I'd say for a good few years, I was making stuff for, you know, t- for the crowd. Or I was making stuff to try and get onto an album, you know. And when I listen back to those songs, I'm like, oh, that's not me. Like, that doesn't, I don't like that sound. Yeah. So, like, you know, especially with the name change, because I, I was obviously DJ Mob. You know, since that, the Mike Rivera stuff, has been more like, right, like, cool, it's not yeah okay let's aim for like the production to be as good to be on these labels but let's not mold you know let's not try and create something that's not quite my sound just to, just to achieve on get onto the label you know
1: yeah i 100 percent agree with that so coming up in the future what can we expect to see from you and what labels can we expect to see your music coming out on um
3: uh, I've got another release coming on 170 soon. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've been in talks with a, a couple of labels. There was a, a, a label over in Australia that uh, was just Teamwork Records. Uh, they're interested in some of my music, so nothing's really set in foot yet. But you know, like I said, I'll just I'll just keep making the music, and it will find it will find the best home it'll find okay. its own way. Exactly. yeah yeah my next yeah my, my steps going forward is just to continue making the you know music that sounds like how I want it you know
1: so this next part of the show is something I like to do for a little bit of fun it's called This or That basically I give you two options or a couple of options or some scenarios and you've just got to pick your favourite out of it some of it's music related and some of it is just if you're up okay. we... give it a go I it so the first one is what's your preferred VPN i've got 160 or 170 vpn
3: why 160 but but still i guess it's whatever the track goes like the track i'm working on at the moment is 165 the track um i've also been doing bits that are around 1 140 142 it's literally whatever it works for that track Again, which is, I used to make everything at 170 because I wanted it to fit, you know, I wanted every. Yeah, but now it's like, nah, just just whatever's right for the track. And, you know, that five BPM difference really does make a difference to the track, you know, to where if you put little tr- production tricks in, you get it, it, they get a little bit more clarity at slower speeds. So, yeah, I would say I, I do enjoy 160, I enjoy 150. And if the track's right, then I enjoy 170.
1: Wicked. I wouldn't go any faster than
3: that,
1: though. <laughs> so, next question is, what is your preferred DAW? I've got here Cubase or Ableton, but if you use something else, then let us know. I'm, I'm looking to get a new
3: uh, Tower PC in a, few, in a couple of months' time, just saving the pennies to get a beast. But when that comes, uh, I'm going to uh, install Ableton and Studio One to make the switch, I think, and at least give it a good go.
1: Snacks. <laughs> no. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Cats or dogs? Oh, dogs. If you could collab with someone outside of hard dance and hardcore, who would it be? I'd love to work with Mike Descala.
3: Yeah. On on, on anything, I think the guy's a genius, whatever he does. So yeah, i will go with Mike Descala.
1: What came first, the chicken or the egg? the shell <laughs> outside I box I like it <laughs> DJing or producing what's your favourite? producing if you were on death row what would be your last meal?
3: I've been cooking loads since on lockdown I feel like I've turned it into a bit of a snob I've been out for a couple of meals in the last couple of weeks where the, the government has been offering that 50% off scheme and I'm just not enjoying the food as much as I used to because I cook so much healthy stuff at home. I would have to say... I probably would be something rotten like a pizza.
1: <laughs> After all that. <laughs> Pepsi or Coke? Neither. I said I'd have water over them. Australian ravers or UK ravers? Who was the best crowd to play to? Uh,
3: yeah, both different. Any crowd, any crowd that enjoys
1: my music is a good crowd to play to. The safe straight down the line answer. <laughs> <laughs> Google and Gamma for sign or note. Who was your favourite duo? Um, they were both
3: good mate. Uh, yeah, uh, probably Google and Gamma. Probably just picked it. Turntables for CDJs. Oh, CDJs. I've never, never, never... I, I still don't class myself as a DJ. I'm not a DJ. I'm, I'm a producer who who had to learn to DJ to play his song. <laughs> so I've never... You put me in front of a turntable. No, no good. I, I literally... <laughs> I, I, I didn't even really know that you had to make intros and outros for your songs. That was when I first started. I just used to start my songs from the breakdowns and go from there so I'm, literally, I'm not I'm not I, I mean I can DJ I've learned to do it and I do it over the years but I find it's more just I learned to do that to showcase what I've been doing in, in the studio you know
1: and the last question now who would win in a fight Donald Trump or Boris Johnson
3: uh, Trump I reckon he's a bit more mental <laughs>
1: I asked uh, Serratones that question, and their answer was they thought Boris Johnson, just simple for the video of him rugby tackling a kid. No, I don't even think I've seen that. Maybe my culture would have
3: been different
1: if I'd seen that. Mike, thank you very much for doing the show. It is greatly appreciated. I realise we have been running for time doing this interview. So before you go, could you please introduce your guest mix for the Hardcore Takeover? yeah sure
3: so uh, this is mike reverie and you're listening to the hardcore takeover this is my guest mix
0: Do you, I'm better off without you. Me and you, oh, we
2: i
1: So, a huge, huge thank you to Mike Riveri for doing that guest mix and providing us with that interview at such short notice. If you want to find out more about Mike Riveri and find out what he's up to, be sure to check out his social media. It's at RiveriMR. But this track coming in just now is an exclusive, and I believe it's its first ever play on radio. This is Clubfiller and Recon with Chase the Sun, and this is the Stay Silent remix.
0: Today
1: Stay silent there on the remix of Club Filler and Recon's Chase the Sun. But coming in now though, this is one of the latest ones from Religion Records. This is Joy Riot and Seduction and this is Good Feeling.
0: Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. No, no, I get a good feeling, yeah Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah
1: The late but great Avicii. Avicii? Avicii? Avicii, yeah. But moving on now, this is the latest one from Frax and Darwin. This is on MBM Media. This is Nasty Drum. drum and that track has got so much energy. Switching it up now going in with some Power Stomp-esque vibes. This one here from Rico and Aftershock. It is now available on Contagious Records from all online streaming sources. This one is If I Can Love You. If
2: I Can Love You. You. I'll give up
0: everything it's true. If I can love you, I'll give up everything it's true. If I can love you, I'll give up everything it's true. If I can love you, I'll give up everything it's (laughs) true.
1: And AfterShot there with If I Can Love You and so much energy in that track. But switching it up now, we're going from high stomping energy to happy vibes. This one taken from Rave Kick for Overglow, Daniel Seven's latest album. Showcasing lots of new talent and one of the guys I am really fond of on this is Alaguan. And this is his remix of Daniel Seven's Floating. Go on there on the remix of Daniel Seven's track Floating, now available on Ravekick Overglow. So be sure to get your hands on that album because it is absolutely amazing. Coming in next, though, one of my favorite labels at the moment. This is guys at Bionic Bear, and this is Kane Scott with My Love. Was Kane Scott with My Love now available on Bionic Bear? Be sure to check those guys out because honestly, it is one of my favorite labels. Because a lot of the artists before being on there, I hadn't heard of them and they're showcasing some amazing music. And speaking of amazing music, it's time to go back to the Roots EP from Jack in the Box versus Fracas. This one here is Back to the Start.
2: Yes, I bet to
1: Fox versus Frackis there. Absolutely love that EP, so be sure to check out the Roots EP now available at Hardcore Underground. Yes, well, we actually... Dig this. But sticking with the hardcore underground vibe for this part of the show. This next track comes from N. And Darwin is available on the label Brutal Cuts. For our last 10 minutes, we're going to pick up the pace, so taking up to 200 BPM, this is N18 Darwin with Invasion. and darwin there with invasion absolutely love the track it goes back to an old track that i remember it's actually older than what i remember but hicksey did a remix of it and i absolutely loved it but moving on sticking with it 200 bpm this next track is from korsakoff and it is ready to go I don't actually know what's happening with my music taste, but the older I get, the harder and faster I seem to like my music. off there with ready to go and once again for the second time in the show i apologize for the swearing in that track partly my fault for not proofing the tracks and making sure that they don't have that in it but i apologize so we quickly went through that but moving on coming on now this is my favorite track at the moment the guys at seroton sent it through not long ago this is their remix of scott brown's blue anthem I can't express how much i love the original of this track and when i was speaking to the guys from seratones they told me they've done a remix of it part of me was excited part of me was nervous because i didn't know what they'd done to the track but it's safe to say that they have nailed this remix and put their own little spin on it That was Seratones there with my favourite track of the moment. That is their remix of Scott Brown's Blue Anthem. Coming soon on Keeping the Rave Alive. But now we're coming to the end of the show. So I'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone for listening at home, online, wherever you're getting it from. Also thank you to Mike Riveri for providing the guest mix and interview. Be sure to check him out. And while we've got a little bit of time here, be sure to check me out on social media. You can catch up with me on Facebook at Facebook.com, D-D-H-C-T-O, basically Double Drop Hardcore Takeover. Instagram, it is double underscore underscore drop. Twitter, it is double drop one. And SoundCloud, where you can catch this show and every other show, it is double drop 23. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you had a good one. Take it easy. Peace.